As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Star Wars 7x7, episode 853. Today, the last of my looks at Star Wars complete locations, and in particular, the new material from The Force Awakens. It's all about the First Order and Starkiller Base, and one of the stranger unanswered-slash-answered questions that's running around out there right now. Punch it, Chewie. Feel a disturbance in The Force? It's Star Wars 7x7, your daily seven-minute podcast. With your host, Alan Voivod. Destiny Unleashed. Hey, Rebel Rouser. Welcome to Star Wars 7x7. I'm your host, Alan Voivod. And this last section of Complete Locations that covers The Force Awakens I wanted to talk to you about today includes stuff about the First Order military, the Legions Reborn, as they describe the new stormtroopers and how they are much more... Uh, intensely drilled and fanatical compared to their earlier Stormtrooper counterparts. It talks about the new assault landers and how the First Order military minds thought that they were better for delivering troops than the standard Lambda-class shuttles had been. Oh gosh, there's also stuff about the new Star Destroyers and the new TIE Fighters as well, but probably the biggest thing, and it's the biggest thing of course literally and figuratively literally because it's a gatefold inside complete locations, is the essentially four-page setup on Starkiller Base. Now, Jason Fry was interviewed about this particular section. Jason is, of course, the guy who wrote these sections on The Force Awakens. And he said, The hardest spread for me in terms of new material was undoubtedly Starkiller Base. Looking at that one, we realized we had to go into more detail about how exactly the thing worked. Alan Dean Foster's novelization was a useful starting point, but I had to go beyond that, so I racked my brain and came up with explanations and sent them off to Lucasfilm with crossed fingers. Now, Jason absolutely did an admirable job in explaining how Starkiller Base could work. There is a little bit more to the story, however, and that's the sort of non-fiction fiction writing that Jason describes in coming up with the material for these DK books. It talks about the fact that the First Order's Starkiller Base draws on decades of research, of Empire Imperial research, into how to harness dark energy in the universe. And this puts kind of a scientific spin on something where, you know, Star Wars is not necessarily known for its science, if you will. There's stuff that's just kind of offhandedly dashed about, and you're supposed to fill it in with your willing suspension of disbelief, and everything's supposed to work. We know the physics in Star Wars aren't necessarily the way that we expect it to work here on Earth, but then again, you know, it's a whole other galaxy anyway, and it's a whole other story anyway, so why would we expect things to work exactly the way they do? here on Earth. We shouldn't. So, dark energy experiments, which have been perfected by the First Order. 
Now, here's where things get confusing. When you look at a star map, the previous versions that are now Legends and the current versions that are now Canon, Starkiller Base's origin point, that's how it's marked in a galactic atlas, if you will, is very close, if not exactly near to the planet Ilum. Or maybe it's Ilum, not sure. You know, I just watched, just to try and find out if it was actually pronounced out loud, the Clone Wars episode, The Gathering, from Season 5, where the younglings go to Ilum or Ilum to get their crystals. And wouldn't you know it, the name of the planet isn't said once in the whole episode. Crazy. But I digress slightly, I guess. Here's what Jason Fry writes about Starkiller Base in Complete Locations. Starkiller Base was once a remote and mysterious world known only to a handful in the galaxy. During the time of the Empire, it had been used as a source of kyber crystals for use in the Death Star's super lasers. Before fleeing into the unknown regions, the founders of the First Order secured research logs from the secret Imperial labs that had tested these experimental weapons. Its location revealed the world became the heart of a new secret empire with the First Order harvesting its kyber crystals for use in its war machine before turning the planet itself into a mobile weapons platform. Now, that sounds a heck of a lot like Ilum, doesn't it? I mean, known only to a handful in the galaxy, that would be the Jedi, and then when the Empire took over, they found out about it as well. There's a bit in the Ahsoka novel where Ilum shows up, and that's a year after Empire Day, and the Empire is actively and aggressively harvesting kyber crystals on Ilum, so we know that lines up with the description that we just read. But there was a post on StarWars.com earlier this year that talked about the new locales appearing in The Force Awakens. And the section on Starkiller Base said this. From Hosnian Prime, continue north on the Corellian trade spine to Corellia, where you then take the Corellian run to Coruscant and head northwest into the Midrim and Anseon. Cut across wild space into the unknown regions, and eventually you will find Starkiller Base, which was situated not far from the legendary world of Ilum. So naturally, the sentence construction there is pretty clear. If Starkiller Base is situated near the legendary world of Ilum, then it cannot be the legendary world of Ilum. However, it bears every resemblance to Ilum that we can think of. They talk about it being an ice planet. And for what it's worth, in case you're interested in these things, in Legends, the star system that included Ilum in it had seven different planets in it. And of those, all of them were either gas giants or airless rocks or Ilum, an ice planet. So it doesn't seem like Starkiller Base could have been made from any other planet in the Ilum system, at least from the Legends perspective. Ilum does have two moons in Legends, but, you know, it said it was a planet that had been turned into Starkiller Base, not a moon. So I think we got to go with planet and ignore the moons in that one. And though the Starkiller base is referred to as a mobile weapons platform, meaning, of course, that it can move around, there is that whole thing in the Galactic Atlas about the fact that it appears pretty much right where Ilum appeared in previous versions of the Galactic Atlas. And Ilum is not being shown on the Galactic Atlas now. Wait a minute. Does that mean we've lost a planet now? Lost a planet, Master Obi-Wan has. How embarrassing. How embarrassing. All right, kidding aside, I thought for a moment that maybe it would turn out that Jedha is Starkiller Base because of kyber crystals and whatnot, but Jedha was in the Inner Rim, as it turns out, not in the Unknown Regions, and therefore cannot be the right planet. Now, merely bringing up Jedha, of course, brings to mind the fact that there isn't just one planet on which you could find kyber crystals, but I would imagine that they're supposed to be comparatively rare, and so... 
As a result, it seems strange that there would be a planet near Ilum that would also have kyber crystals on it that could be exploited by the First Order. Granted, we're only looking at a galactic atlas in 2D and not 3D, so there could be millions and billions of other planets in the same area as Ilum was, where we're seeing Starkiller Base's origin point being marked at now, but there's just too much there to be a coincidence, you know? And yet, I can't imagine why, if it's Ilum really for real, then why wouldn't the folks at Lucasfilm just come out and say it's Ilum and be done with it? So what do you think about all this? Do you think that Starkiller Base is really Ilum in spite of or because of the facts that we've discussed here today? Do you think that, gosh, you know, it said it was situated near the legendary world of Ilum. So even if it wasn't Ilum, it's still in the same area. But gosh, it's a little bit frustrating. I would love to know what you think. Do you think it's just Ilum and that maybe that thing on SarWars.com is just one of those little inaccuracies that slips out? Or do you think that it isn't Ilum and they're going to start retconning the situation in the Ilum system and look at the different planets and say, well, there are probably more than one ice planet in this system, or there are a number of systems around that particular area of space that all have kyber crystals, and it's just a very kyber crystal friendly region of space. Love to hear what your thoughts are at the comments at the blog post for this show's episode at SW7X7.com. Now, I have a trivia question for you on the other side of the break, so please stay tuned. Hey Rebel Rouser, you're listening to this podcast, maybe you'd like to listen to a Star Wars story too. Luckily we've got just the thing for you. We've partnered with Audible to give you a free download and a free 30-day trial of their awesome service. All you gotta do is go to audibletrial.com SW7X7 to sign up and get your free download. They've got dozens of Star Wars titles, anything you want to do to explore that galaxy far, far away. One more time for you, audibletrial.com SW7X7. All right, I'm back, and I've got K2SO in the studio with me here. K2 was a little rude to everyone last time, assuming that most of our listeners would fail at answering the trivia question, so hopefully he is going to be more polite today. Isn't that right, K2? I will not kill you. Okay, I guess that's a start. All right. Um, last time I asked you how Ray saved Finn from the Rathtar, and that was by dropping a blast door shut on the tentacle that held him captive, thus cutting off the tentacle. Today's question, how did Ray actually find where Finn had been taken? Thanks for listening to another episode of Star Wars 7x7. And hey, before your scopes go dead and you start the landing cycle, check out SW7x7.com for show notes, links, photos, videos, and more. And we'd be spectacularly grateful if you put a little something in the tip jar at Patreon.com SW7x7. It's not a slimy mud hole, it's destiny unleashed. This podcast is not endorsed or sponsored yet by Lucasfilm Limited, Disney, or 20th Century Fox, and is intended for entertainment and information purposes only. Star Wars, the Star Wars logo, all names and pictures of Star Wars characters, vehicles, and any other Star Wars-related items are registered trademarks and or copyrights of Lucasfilm Limited or their respective trademark and copyright holders. May the force be with them. All original content is copyright 2016 Star Wars 7x7. We hope you love it.
As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply.